2: But before we get into the word, let us take a moment of praying. Lord, we just thank you for your peace and your joy in our lives, Lord. We just thank you that with this joy, you'd add no sorrow with it, Lord, but that you give it to us liberally, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to show yourself faithful and good to us in our lives, Lord, that you don't change and you're not someone different, Lord, but that you have been constant throughout all of eternity, Lord, and all that we know before. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to, work with us and to help shape us into your image lord in Jesus' name amen
1: in jesus almighty
0: name amen and amen well good morning and welcome everyone we are glad to have you with us this morning as we continue our discussion and study in the book of acts we're in chapter 19 and we are going to continue discussing verses 1 through 10 Um, but before we do that i'd just like to thank each of you the listeners and our partners those that have joined in the work of the ministry we want to thank you for your prayers for your your support whether that's by sewing in financially or by just liking and sharing the episodes and Mm -hmm. subscribing on the number of platforms Mm -hmm. we thank you for you know being obedient to the lord and partnering with us in the work that he's given this ministry to accomplish Mm -hmm. that you are also participating in jointly with us so we thank the lord for you and f- you know as a labor which which of which we are also so thank you but let's get to the real reason that we're here and that's for the word yes? yes yes so if it's your first time joining us or in this section of scripture that's acts 19 verses 1 through 10 just want to encourage you to pause the episode now and read or refresh yourself in that section of scripture to aid in following along in the discussion amen amen Amen. all right and now at this time the floor is open for each of you to share what the holy spirit is speaking and ministering to you and or to ask any questions that you have so who would like to begin i will all right promise
2: Okay, so the Lord is talking to me about where the people from Ephesus received the Holy Spirit. And so the Lord is reminding me of how most people, when they see that, they more also think of it um, and throughout the Bible, it talks about how the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon certain people and that they were just doing something. Um, And so the Lord is reminding me that most people, whenever they see the baptism of the Holy Spirit, They see that the Lord's going to come mightily upon them, but then the Lord's going to be moving them like a puppet. Mm -hmm. And that it's not their own will. And the Lord reminds me of that God is a gentleman, that he's not trying to batter down the door and saying, you better do this or else. And then
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, forcing things upon his people. And how what? When When we see the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we should see it as it's our, it's us us asking the Holy Spirit to come in. It's us opening the door and the Holy Spirit
1: coming into us. Mm-hmm. I think that's, um, I love that you brought that up. I was actually going to say something about that myself. Um, <clears throat> with this and, and along the lines of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And like you said, he's not trying to batter you, you know, down like a, a you know, a battering ram or anything Ooh, like ma'am. that. And he's not coming in to take over you in that way and the in the way of forcing you against your will to do anything that's that's not who he is and our God is too too good and too gracious to do such a thing. That's how the adversary likes to operate but God is a willing um, a God who wants us to willingly yield but when it comes to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I think sometimes expectations are off-centered because they're waiting for God to take them over and make them do something and them to be uncontrolled and you know um, being puppeted versus being operated through, being um, used for the Holy Spirit to flow through you. And so just understanding that that distinction right there makes receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit easier. You don't have to wait and tarry. You receive him the moment that you ask because God already gave him. But because of how the Lord has ordained the spiritual laws to work, there is a need to ask, right? You must ask. Yes. That's, the, that's the pattern. The Lord said, this is how I want it to go. You do A, B, C, and D. And he said, ask and you will receive. The Lord spent a great deal of time telling us and showing that in his word and in the the gospel and the ministry of Jesus Christ that we ask and we receive. And then if you notice in this scripture, um, verse six, it says, and they spoke with tongues. The Holy Spirit did his job. He came upon them. And then their part was to receive and believe they received him and then speak as he gave them utterance, as he inspired them. In their inward being to speak, and but they had to do the work of speaking, and so just understanding those little, those details and those nuances make it so easy to receive the baptism of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and that's, I think, probably one of the easiest things to do in your walk with the Lord is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You will have to press through your mind going, it doesn't sound like works, uh, real words, or I don't know what that means, or this is different if that even comes across your mind. But if you're just flowing and you want Holy Spirit, that's an easy day. It's an easy day to receive from him. Honey, did you have something you wanted to say? Oh, I'm sorry. promises promise. It's like, uh, yeah, you continue
0: uh. promise. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: But wait.
2: And so the Lord's also reminded me of with the receiving Holy Spirit, a lot of people think that it's just the Holy Spirit moving upon them and that they don't have to do not, they don't have to do anything. huh and the Lord so reminds me that with that, when people look at it, a lot of people still also look at it as whenever there's, the Lord wants them to do something, they see it as a storm and they see lightning and then say, ooh, this could be hard. And that the Lord is, is just, uh, that only thing that comes from the Lord is, I'd say, uh, persecution and... Oh, this is I'm talking about the verses eight through. We're talking about that the Jews were
1: opposing Paul. Okay, okay, thank you. I was I was a little bit lost there. Thank you. I'm back. Still,
2: (laughs) and how
1: the they mainly see it
2: as that the somehow the Lord's gonna pull them through it, and though that's not a wrong perspective, but that somehow that every day's a trial. And that the Lord's going to somehow miraculously pull them through and that they don't have to do anything. And so the Lord's reminding me that when you correct the perspective that it's you who has to, not the Lord helps you, but it's you that has to do inside the physical, Mm -hmm. then you're able to understand that the the Lord doesn't just bring persecution, though that is a side effect of it. And that comes as a result, not because that you're a Christian, but because those, those who are not subject to the Lord are subject to Satan, and as a result are carrying out Satan's will on the
1: earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus said in the Gospels that the world could not receive the Holy Spirit because it does not know him. So um, because the adversary is always trying to fight against God and is always trying to subdue mankind, there's naturally persecution that comes to a believer, right? it's just a part of it. God is not sending the persecution and he does use the opportunity to refine and to bring you to the top of it because he just loves doing that. Every time the adversary tries to come in like a flood, the Lord's like, Haha, I'm just going to set my man or my woman on top of your, your shenanigans and I'm going to cause them to succeed and, and persevere and prevail. So God supplies the spirit needed Holy Spirit and the ability to do it. And we do have to choose to not be afraid and to trust the Lord that he has good plans for us and to obey the instruction and the guidance that the Holy Spirit has given. Um, You saw that back in Acts chapter 18 with Paul, where the Lord spoke to him in verses 9 and 10 and said, don't be afraid, fear not. Because if he was afraid, he would not have been able to have faith towards God. So fear not. Um, but do what I ask you to do, but speak and do not keep silent, for I am with you and no one will attack you to hurt you, for I have many people in this city. So the Lord covered those bases and what he was telling Paul was not not necessarily something unique. It all was founded on his principles of don't be afraid, trust God, right? He's gonna do you good and he will deliver you. No, you do what I ask you to do. It covered all those points. And you can see that repeatedly God speaking to his people throughout scriptures, honing in on those points, because that, that is the the fullness of what's needed. God is doing his part and you have your part to play as well. You still have your part to do as well, to not be afraid and to do the work that he asked you to do, whatever it is, whatever it looks like. If it's just be quiet, because there's many times where the, the work is just being silent. Right. Yes, Yes. there are times where the work is making a tent or going to a job or raising your children or Singing in the choir. It it may be an outward thing. It may be an inward thing but the point is That our role is to believe god because perfect love cast out fear And to do what he asked us to do and then his job which never goes undone because he's always perfect And he always knows everything that's right and he's the one who's made the plan will be done in the process right? Yes. yes. Okay. Persecution comes not because of us, but because there's sin in the world. And until the devil goes into the lake of fire with the with the beast and the Antichrist, until that happens and the fallen angels are dealt and done away within there and they're all done forevermore, until that happens, we are going to have to stand. We are going to have to endure. And we are going to have to realize that God is not sending the storm, but he will give you victory over it. He sent his word and healed. He sent his word to save and deliver and gave you the ability to use the name of Jesus to say, in the name of Jesus, peace be still, to the storm. He gave you his wisdom. He's given the Holy Spirit. He's given the ministering angels. He's given his written word. He's given all of these things. So make sure we rise to the top of that and we're able to proverbially walk on the water. We're able to cast the... um, call tell the sycamine tree to be plucked up by the root and cast into the sea, to tell the mountain to go into the sea. We're able to do those things because of what God has already provided. So, But it's our job to do it. We do the same. Same with receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's just like salvation. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you are saved. You have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now speak with the other tongues as the Holy Spirit gives you the words to do so. As he forms them on the inside of you, you let them out of your mouth and you speak them. Fearing nothing, more promise. Yes, more Alrighty,
2: go ahead. I love it. And the Lord, so Miami, um, when they believe that um, the pre- when they don't know that persecution comes from the devil, mm-hmm. um, as a result, they become like Jonah and try to sail away from what the Lord has for them. And the Lord, said, so Miami, um, inside of all the Gospels, it talks about the parable of the sower. And it says some fall by the wayside, mm-hmm. and how the people wait. It was the ones that fell into the thorn, and how the it said that the word that was sown into their life was choked out by the cares of this world, and how with the cares of the of this world comes with, um, wanting to s- still be alive, and
1: so if the Lord is showing <laughs> to still be alive. You mean as in it an effort to save their own life or preserve their own life. Yes. Okay. We're dead to sin, right? But alive yes. to God. Um, amen. And we're hidden in Christ Jesus. So we're not exposed to um, things of the natural world or concerns of the natural world, even though we don't neglect what we're supposed to be doing. Go ahead, honey.
2: And so Lord, so reminding me of how they become like the seed that falls on the wayside. I mean, inside of thorns, Sorry, and how they don't fully enter into what the Lord has for them. And as a result, the word that was sown into their life gets weeded out. And so, and how if it's sown inside the thorns, there's not going to be any root. Because instead of allowing the seed that was sown to grow and actually going with what the Holy Spirit wants for us to go to, we pull out the root and say, no, I can't do that. And it will remind me of a car. If you're inside of a car, then it's scared to get inside of a car crash and you rip out the keys, the
1: car's going to stop and you're not going to go anywhere. Well, you, are, you can tell you're not a driver just yet, but um, I understand what you're saying. If you stop doing what's needed to operate the vehicle, the vehicle's not going to move. If you stop pushing the gas pedal while the car is on, it's going to eventually coast to a stop, whether it rides back down the hill. If you're you're driving a manual transition um, or it drives to the front of the hill, eventually the car will stop and the momentum will not be enough to carry it. If you don't do what's needed to operate the vehicle, if you don't press the gas pedal after you first put the key in the ignition, put the car into gear and pointed it the way you went, the way you want it to go. I mean, you got to put gas in the car, the whole, a whole host of things that have to happen to make that vehicle move. But if you stop doing what's required, which is what I think you're getting down to, if you stop doing what's needed to make your life progress towards Christ, then eventually you're going to stop moving forward. Is that right?
2: Yes.
0: It's interesting that that is the point that you bring up, right? So, uh, before we continue in this, right, I just want to point a couple things out. One is this is Ephesus, right? hmm Where Paul later writes the epistle to the Ephesians, or what we know as the book of Ephesians, right?
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: And Ephesians, historically, at least I can say this from my entire life, that mm-hmm. I've known about For the y- word.
1: Your Christian upbringing. Right, exactly, yes. <laughs> okay.
0: <clears throat> The book of Ephesians was always looked at as the the pinnacle of what the church should look like mm-hmm. right as far as they're a strong church they're strong in the Lord they're strong in in love and in the working of miracles and all these things right that that we look for in the church setting and in the body of Christ they were looked at as this you, when we've arrived this is what we'll look like
2: mm-hmm
0: so, especially the Ephesians, right, what's known as the Ephesians Four Church, right, with uh, the working of miracles, laying on hands, right, the the fivefold ministry—that's apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers—all working and functioning and flowing as the Lord designed. But I, I want us to take a, a pause and a step back, and and I'm not disagreeing with that, but I want to say, hey, as we continue this, and we're we're starting to see a glimpse of it now, right here, as you pointed out, their promise. In verse eight and eight through ten, there's resistance, right? Dun dun dun. There, oh, okay. there's, <laughs> no, there's much resistance. So, so wait, let's look at. I, I know we say it's not about looking at the situation and the circumstances, but in here, we can also acknowledge the environment that what many consider historically have considered to be the, I'll say, the pinnacle of what the church, what the body of Christ should look like, the environment that they find themselves in. And as we continue to read this chapter, right, we'll find it gets much worse.
1: So I, th- I think what I hear you saying is that even though at we review these scriptures post it happening, mm-hmm. to us it seems like everything was hunky-dory. That's why there were such... Flourishings of the the gifts of the spirit and things of that nature, but in reality, was they the were facing the same kind of um, obstacles. They were hard hearted people. There was, you know, people resisting the Lord. All of those kind of things, but that made it their all, life difficult. Exactly. Amen. So,
0: but then it's not only that, right? You, the last point that was brought up was we have to remain. We have to continue to press on in Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. When we get to the Book of Revelation, written by the Apostle John. The very first church that's mentioned is the loveless church in, in Revelation chapter two, right? The first seven verses. And, and the Lord says very plainly in, uh, verse four, he says, I have this against you. You've left your first loved." And then he instructs him, remember from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I'll come to you quickly and I'll remove your lampstand from its place. Unless you repent. All right, but then, so, so there's an instruction for us as well. It's not just about how we start, but it's about how we continue to hold fast, how we continue to be faithful in the Lord and press in and do all that He's asked us to do, not make the exchange somewhere along the line of of what the Lord gave us in love and operating in love for going through the motions or becoming religious or just doing rituals Mm -hmm. and think that we've actually achieved something. The situations and the circumstance and the environment shouldn't change us or who we are, how we respond, how we act, how we behave, how we demonstrate our love to, to the Lord and love our neighbor as ourself. So I just want to bring those things up because as we continue in this chapter, We're going to find that the environment that this church finds themselves in is very difficult.
1: Mm -hmm. And I want to leave you with something to ponder. We don't need darkness to go away for us to be the light. Amen. We just need to be the light and darkness will go away. Think about that. You can also be the light in the light. Think about heaven. And we're waiting, some of us are waiting for everything to be perfect and all the darkness to go away before we can truly shine. But the light shines brightest in the darkness. And then it will shine even brighter mm-hmm. when light is compounded by
0: light. Amen. So let's be the light. That's what we're called to be, right? Salt and light. Mm-hmm. So let's be that, just like our Lord and Savior, Jesus mm-hmm. the Christ. Amen. 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 All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla.
2: Lord, we thank you for today and we thank you for who you are and your, your character, Lord. And we thank you for imparting that unto us, Lord, and giving us a way where we can be conformed to the image of your son, Jesus Christ, who was the firstborn among many brethren, Lord. And we thank you for giving us the ability to minister to people, Lord, to carry your message of hope and salvation throughout the ends of the earth, Lord. And we thank you for all the good works that you've prepared beforehand for each and every one of us to do, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, their family and their relatives, Lord, and all things pertaining to them that it's blessed and they're in peace, Lord, and that they are prospering as their soul
1: prospers, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen in jesus
0: amen. almighty name amen and amen well we love you god bless you and have a wonderful day
1: thank you for listening to a day of prayer we trust the lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with christ visit us on our website adayofprayer.org where you can check out our blog